Hi, I'm Sarah. And I'm Jake. And this is We We Trust Trust the Process, a podcast about The Bachelor, Bachelorette, and Bachelor-related shows. Yeah. I don't know if we're going to be able to keep doing it, though, because this this episode was pretty devastating. Man. (laughs) I don't know if I trust the process anymore. (laughs) Well, give it time, give it hope, we'll keep pushing through, and we'll trust once again. Yeah, I mean, nothing like a good season of Bachelor in Paradise to... uh, Make you trust in the process again. (laughs) Bring back that trust. I feel like people have gotten married and had really good relationships in Bachelor in Paradise. You have more people to, like, test out, I guess is the right word, and... I don't know, you can get a better fit for people. Because there are people that, like, first day should not have been with Rachel, you know? Like, I think it's pretty obvious there were some people that shouldn't have stayed too long. But there could be other people for them in paradise. Yeah, right. And I think part of that process is they ask, like, who in Bachelor Nation are you interested in? And and then they they try to make it, you know, work out in your favor. And everyone just says Dean. I like how we're just talking around. Yeah, let's just keep talking about other things. How about those new Polar Seltzer flavors? Pretty weird stuff. Weird stuff. I don't know if you guys have experienced this, but Polar came out with some new flavors or maybe reissued some flavors and they're like in these tiny cans. Yeah. And they're kind of, at first I thought it was going to be too small and be I was going to be really devastated when I was done because I was like, oh, I could have had another half can, but I'm kind of over it by the time I'm done drinking it. They're pretty weird. I mean, we should have known because they're flavors like... Unicorn Kisses. And something about a dragon. Yeti Mischief. Dragon Whispers. And there's another one that I don't remember. It's something about Mermaid Tears or Mermaid Scales. Yeah. yeah. Mermaid Breath. Um, yeah. So, I mean, those are not very descriptive in what the flavors are going to taste like. They don't like. really taste like They're growing on anything. me. I think you're still hostile towards them. But I've... I think I was upset at first, but now on second second taste... I'm still They're going. I'm still going with Yeti Mischief as my favorite. I think I've had all of them at least twice, and I like that one the most because it kind of tastes like Sprite, Sprite, or like trouble that a Yeti gets into. Like he tries to climb into a cave and it's a little too small, and his butt's sticking out. Oh <laughs> and that's gosh. what it tastes like. I don't know if that's mischief though. I guess I feel like mischief would more be like like Yeti cuts mostly through a tree trunk. And then leaves it to fall on the... Where, where are you going with this? Like, well, something mischievous, right? So he's like setting a trap. A tree falling on... So when like on... a stiff breeze comes through, the tree falls. And crushes a little squirrel or something? Yeah, I was thinking like a, some kind of small animal nest. Yeah, I don't know if that's... <laughs> Did we just take it from, like, not mischief to yeah, I think very when, severe? When you start killing things, there's not so much mischief or <laughs> displacing I'm not wildlife. good at pranks, though. <laughs> that's not one of my strengths. That is true. Um, Your I'm April like, Fool's I'm like Winston on The New Girl. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I either go way too extreme or too too gentle. Yeah. There's, there's never, like, the right in between. Speaking of extreme... How about this episode of The Bachelorette? So this was the finale, three hours long. We're live, baby. It was a live episode. Oh, I was like, we're not. Well, I mean, we are live. No, I meant like the episode <laughs> was live. Oh, wait, no, we're not live because we're going to edit this. and Yeah. The episode was live. Which was weird. This is the first time I think that I've ever seen them do this. I mean, they always have 
the live viewing party, but this time Rachel was there at the viewing party with Chris Harrison. Given the DVD commentary during it. Yeah. It was kind of uncomfortable, actually. It made it way more stressful. Oh, it was too stressful. And, like, it also made it seem like there was more going on than what was going on. Yeah. We, we didn't take anything at face value when it was happening. No, we were totally expecting twists. Yeah, and there and was no twist at all. And that was twist. a twist. Right, the lack of twists was the twist. And it was a doozy. I mean, so we're recording now two days after. Yep. Um, partially because we've been busy, but also just partially because uh, I've been taking some time <laughs> to sort out my feelings. Sarah's been taking some time to herself. This hit me really hard. Yeah, it was a big surprise in like the outcome, but then also the way it happened. I think the realness of the Peter Rachel breakup, like it was just so real. Yeah. And like it went through so many steps of like almost like the steps of grief, right? There was like some bargaining in there. There was, I don't know the rest of them, but I mean, I definitely experienced the denial part pretty hard. Yeah. <laughs> right. And like there, there were, there was lots of stuff where, like, it felt like they didn't really break up. No. Like. I thought that they didn't. And then when they. Well, we should. Okay. Should yeah. we not. Let's start. Let's start from the beginning and then we'll get our way there. I'm still sort of hoping that they didn't. <laughs> so, I don't know that that's going to happen. Like. How is she with Brian? How? Yeah. I think we'll. We'll get to that. <sighs> All right. So. We kick it off in Rioja. Oh, before that, actually. Mm hmm. Um, there was some big news from chris harrison juan pablo's married oh yeah juan pablo's married it's all okay it's okay yeah yeah that's great for sure. him uh his wife is like pretty internet famous i'm not sure why but i saw something that she has a lot of followers on something hmm. i've never heard of her i haven't really been keeping up with them did you check afterwards I don't know. I think I saw something when I was trying to like find therapeutic articles about this episode um, and something came up and it just seemed like she's a person that has some sort of fame. Gotcha. Okay. Well. But they're married. That's good. I hope they're happy. I mean, I don't think it was that Juan Pablo never wanted to get married. No, it's that he like. I think he never intended rational. to get married on The Bachelor. Right. And I think that he was pretty... Mm, I don't know how much of a defense you want to put up for Juan Pablo. What I I'm think he say... was kind of a dillweed. Sure, sure. What I will say, though, is that I think that he went into it thinking that there's no way I could fall in love this fast with someone and want to marry them. I don't really remember. Yeah. I mean, that seems stupid to go on the show. Which the purpose of the show is to get The engaged. Bachelor. Yeah. I don't uh, know. Teach their own. Yeah, sure. It's okay. It's okay. All right. So we start in beautiful Rioja. And we're in the middle of the date with Rachel and Peter and where she's off. she's starting to think that things might not work out because he doesn't want to propose Mm -hmm. And she wants a proposal. Yeah. And, I mean, they just kind of, like, lay it out there. And he's like, what What if I'm not ready for, to propose? Yeah. I mean, he was... They, I mean, they, they communicated pretty straightforwardly with each other about this. Yeah. And she basically said, like, 
uh, I'm thinking I'm trying not to cry. I don't really know, like, if you're not ready to propose, I don't know if it can really work. And then he, like, started saying some things that made me feel like he might be changing a little bit in the way he feels, where he was he was kind of saying stuff like, hearing all this made me realize how much I care, or right. how deeply I care, and, like, of what I need to do to keep you. Yeah, he said something like, your crying has advanced me, and I was like, that's gross. I don't like that. Yeah. Like, it's like, oh, I didn't know how much I cared about you until I made, made you, you really sad. <laughs> yeah, that seems weird. Yeah, but Rachel, this is where Rachel says that, you know, she had a, a five-year relationship um, that never progressed past the girlfriend-boyfriend stage, and she doesn't want to do that again. And I get that. But, like, I have a huge problem with that because she seemed to be comparing the two. Right. And five years versus five weeks. Yeah. Pretty different things. Absolutely. And I just think that she was looking or, like, kind of, they were talking past each other a lot. Like, she was really focused on the engagement thing. I think that was the most important thing to her about the show. Than yeah. Like, even finding the one person that yeah, the really... person she was most compatible with yeah who knows i mean maybe she and brian are really compatible but yeah i don't know we got in the introduction when um chris harrison was talking to rachel just to back it up a little bit he said that you know like oh welcome you know we're watching it together and rachel said that she watches usually watches the show by herself mm -hmm. and i thought that was interesting like i didn't even think about like, consider what her viewing party would be like. Yeah. And, like, feel, would do you think you would watch it by yourself? I think so. Yeah. I don't know that I could watch it with anyone. I do, too. I know for sure I would not be able to watch it with my partner. That would be oh, so uncomfortable. No. No, no. Yo, I wasn't even thinking about it in that terms. Yeah, I was thinking more like her with some of her... Her bachelorette friends. Yeah, yeah. like the girls from last season. Yep. No. Yeah, but I just thought that that was kind of... I don't know. I had never, like, really like envisioned that but it makes sense that she would watch it alone i think that i probably would too because there might be like cringy stuff that yeah. you want to and that they've never seen before yeah yeah so then the idea that she's going to be watching all of the this last episode in front of an audience um is pretty tough mm -hmm. chris harrison asked her what she's nervous about and she was saying that like it's really emotional to watch all of this and that she hasn't seen two of the guys who at that point were left since May. Mm -hmm. And I thought that that was insightful about the timeline of all of this. So they, they, they wait to put the show together until it's over and they already know what's going to happen. I think that's the case. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Because then they can build up the relationships more. Yeah. Because like they'd kind of be guessing a lot of the time. Right, which might be better for us, actually. It would make it feel more, I don't know, organic. Like, you could just take it week by week and see who had the best relationship with her. Yeah. Rather than, like, shoehorning Peter and Brian into everything the entire time. So at this point, so this was when they had their fantasy suite date. Yeah. And, like, they go through the conversation, but then it seems like things sort of start to resolve. Oh, no, but Chris asked Rachel when she started... Um, to see problems with her relationship with Peter. And she Peter. said back in Geneva. Yeah, which we never saw. So, like, okay, I also want to talk about what I was thinking through this. Like, mm -hmm. so in the beginning, when they did that, like, cutaway, when this was a cliffhanger, 
I was like, okay, this is them trying to put some distance between Peter as the winner because it seemed too obvious to me, very obvious. So I thought that was their way of like adding, building in some drama. Uh, but then when she said the thing about Geneva, I was like, huh. That's when I started to kind of get a little bit worried, but tried to just convince myself. That she was just saying that still to try to trick you? Yeah. Um, I think that that was one of the first times where they had a conversation about them not being on the same page about engagement. Gotcha. And we were so focused on him being the winner at that point that we were just like, okay, they'll get past it, whatever. Yeah. Well, because he still had time to come around or, I mean, he was indicating that so early that it could have been, I don't know. Right. Maybe it would have been resolved. Sure. Like that he could have kept all of his principles about it, but still been like, okay, it's been a couple weeks since then and I'm at a different stage now. Yeah. The fantasy suite handoff was kind of weird too. Yeah. She like kind of just like snuck it out of somewhere and was like, hey, so I still have this. Yeah. Um, And he like seemed super surprised where I was like, what? Yeah. What? Whenever people don't know about things like that, he's like, well, you've had that the whole time. Yeah, yeah obviously. Yeah. Um, and Rachel said something like, yeah, we have a lot to talk about. Yeah. And to me, I was like, yeah, that's when you're going to have your conversation where it's like, I'm going to pick you. So figure out a way. Let's figure out a way to make this work. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> that was you being. And then, well, yeah, because then like cut to the morning and like they're adorable, like peeking their head out yep. of different windows in their oh, man. room and like going like good morning to good each mor- other yeah. was adorable them looking out the windows at each other reminded me of the scene in beauty and the beast the uh, cartoon version oh my not God. the live action version i just want to state it again for the record <laughs> fuck that <laughs> live action is stupid never seen it never will um but yeah when they're all like all the townspeople are like Poke. saying good morning yeah. to bell yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like, just they like were, that. they totally would have been there Except for they wouldn't have said good morning to Belle. They would have said good morning to each other and just well, ignored all that was going on. Yeah. Because right. they were on the Yeah. Way. So, like, we'll have to rewatch it and see if in the scene with Belle, there's, like, two people, like, looking at each other, like, yeah, <laughs> we just spent the night together. Yeah. Probably <laughs> Good is. morning. Good morning. <laughs> at that point, I was almost sure that he won. Yeah, because if you went through the evening and didn't feel like things were resolved... It just, it didn't seem like you would be that cheerful in the morning. Definitely. Um, But? It was not the case. The night before when they went into the fantasy suite together and we were still in the room with them and Uh they sat down on that couch thing. When Rachel sat down, she was very surprised by all the support that it had. I looked at her and she went like, ooh. (laughs) It's like not a squishy couch. Yeah, it looked like it should have been, but it didn't move at all. And she was just kind of like, It's like our footstool. Yeah. It was just like that. We have like this big like Ottoman footstool thing and it is hard as a rock, but it looks like it should be soft. It looks super cozy. So whenever I sit on it, it's like, oh gosh. (laughs) Posture. (laughs) This thing is terrible. They end their date with Peter saying that he feels like they're a natural couple, which I agree. And then Rachel saying, I never thought I'd pick somebody who doesn't want to propose. So there is, like, still that dissonance there. Again, yeah. But then, so then we cut over to Brian's date. The int- he, he speaks Spanish. Right. So we know that's going to be a thing. So they're in wine country. More wine country. They go horseback touring. Yeah, Rachel takes the brown one. Because, you know. 
because that's what she she said. Their their date was super weird because he was like really 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 confident. He's just like he's like a jock, like a jock in high school. Like to me, it's that same personality, just that like overconfident, like douchey. Yeah. He's just like I'm gonna win. I my st- feelings are the strongest. It's my job to win her over and yeah, win win win. It, it's because it is a game to him, or at least that's the way it seems. I don't know what he's really feeling, but like the way he comes off is yeah. That. But he's like, I love Rachel tremendously. Of all the guys, I have the strongest feelings. Yeah, and it's just like you don't know exactly. And it also doesn't seem like it. Like, it just seems like you talk a lot yeah, about things, about how much you like her. But we never see anything. And even to the end, we never see anything right. of it's, substance. It's that same thing over and over again. Yeah. And when Chris asks them at the end, when, like, they're sitting on the couch together, like, well, where are you guys going to live? Like, they still don't know. Nope. They haven't talked about this. Oh, well, I don't know. We're just going to bring our lives together. Yeah. Okay. Like, it's been a couple months now. Yeah. And, like, they know that's what has to... Well, I mean, if you're going to be engaged and starting a life together, it's a lot easier to do it together. So you would, like, figure that they would already... Or to say, like, we are not moving together right now. Mm -hmm. I don't know. But, like, it just seemed like it was still a surprise. Right. Like, they haven't even gotten that far. Yeah. But they're engaged. So, success. Woo! They won. Brian's being super confident and they are talking about her hometown and how great that went. And the entire time she's just like super distracted and thinking about Peter. Right. She looks like she's having a miserable time. Yeah. She's like not interested at all. And this jockey guy being like, I love you and uh, we're so good together. Yeah. But she says that Peter was messing with her head. And so she wasn't really present. Brian says something about how her family was resistant to the idea of the whole process or whatever. Mm-hmm. And to me, I was like, I just think they didn't like you. I really think that that's what it was. Like, I think, yeah, her family is resistant, but especially to you. They were much more open to the other two guys. <laughs> yeah. Because they weren't terrible. Yeah. We cut back over to Rachel live with Chris. And she says, you know, it's hard to com- compartmentalize each relationship and each guy. Like, she tries her best to kind of separate all the things, but... You know, this is an instance where things kind of carried over. She was still thinking a lot about her time with Peter Mm -hmm. into her date with Brian. But she says that she wants to see, she felt like she needs to see things through with Peter. And this is like, she's talking about it where like, it feels like work or like a chore. Yeah. She's just kind of like, yeah, like she's sort of revisiting that idea that like, yeah, she kind of thought that there might be problems and this isn't ideal, but she, you know, feels like she kind of owes it. Yeah. To herself or something to see it through. I don't know. But to me, like, all of it, I was, like, so just not taking her seriously and, and being like, yeah, yeah, you're just, like, trying to distract us from what's going to happen so that it's more surprising. And it really just felt like there was a lot of, like, smirking and, like, shifty eye stuff going on. I was imagining that probably 100%. Well, obviously. I mean, we must have been. Sure. But, like, I kept... I really felt like they were like, yeah, you know, and then like it would like the music would come on and it would be cutting to commercial and you just seem like giggling to each other. Yeah. Like we have a secret. <laughs> right. Yep. But nope. They didn't. Um, so then we cut to the evening portion of the date and Brian like confronts Rachel and says like, yeah, today was kind of off. 
and he doesn't want to think about losing her or losing the game, but that it's been like tougher than usual. And something fell off today and you felt a different energy. Yeah. And Rachel's like, you did all day, but still kind of seems checked out. Yeah. Um, And then he says, you know how women have their intuition? And I wanted to be like, fuck you. (laughs) Like, uh, yeah. There was so much shit like that that happened this episode. Yeah. Stuff that, uh, and then like it really quickly got to fantasy suite and then they went there. Um, yeah. And then, so Rachel gives him the card, the date card and he's like, yeah, no duh. Yeah. If you choose to forego your separate rooms and he like his, he opens his eyes really big and is like, yeah. (laughs) And he's like, I love you. I'm in love with you. I want to be with you forever. He's just like, he's saying all the things, which like would be nice to have someone say but but it just like more doesn't real seem, substance yeah it doesn't yeah. seem genuine no it's like just someone knowing like, like these are the things that women want to hear so i'm going to say them all of them almost at once <laughs> in rapid succession yeah <laughs> then we cut back to rachel live with chris and she's saying you know like it's really important that i was like even with with the guys and like tried to refocus on brian after he brought that up that i was distracted and give him just as much attention um and that they went into she went into the fantasy suites really prepared like with a list of questions Mm -hmm. um and i wrote down what's your junk like (laughs) (laughs) but no she was asking about also she had like a she mentioned things they were all like really serious yeah, but we didn't hear answers to those questions. No, no, we didn't hear her ask them, but she had them. Yeah. I feel like she was probably like, what's your retirement plan like? And... <laughs> Where do you see yourself in five years? Yeah. But it apparently went well. Um... Yeah. And so then in the morning, they're eating breakfast and Rachel asks, which tastes better, the strawberry or me, as they're eating strawberries, <sighs> which to me was gross because... I don't think of the kiss that they just gave. I was thinking of... Uh, I think of it like, you know... Yes. Yeah. Other mouth parts. Yeah. <laughs> Gross. Real mature. What? That's usually... People aren't usually like... Oh, I meant the way we were talking about it. Not oh. like... <laughs> you know, like... There's like... Downstairs. Like oral sex. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. I... I, I yeah, I which tastes we better, there. the strawberry or me? It's like, oh, gross. <laughs> <laughs> and Brian's more confident than ever that he's going to get the rose, so he's feeling really good going into this rose ceremony. Um, Rachel's wearing this crazy matador dress, mm-hmm. with, like these kind of spiky arm sleeves. Cool belt. Yeah, it was a pretty sweet dress. And she's saying that she takes this rose ceremony really seriously because this is the one where she went home. Um, and she goes through and lists like Brian is the type of man I want secure and confident and not not a fantasy. Um, Eric has continued to progress smoothly and isn't confused about what he wants. And then Peter, she doesn't know where her relationship is and wants someone who's secure and confident. So I find it interesting that you wrote down what she said. I wrote down what the guys were wearing. Cool. What did, were they wearing? So uh, Brian had a collared shirt on jacket no tie and then we jump down to eric who's wearing a t-shirt and a a jacket and white sneakers white sneakers obviously no tie it would have been great if he was wearing a tie and then it cuts to peter who has a tie with a matching pocket square a full suit on (laughs) so it was three very different 
styles. Styles, yeah. And usually you like most guys would wear a shirt and tie. Eric was just like, nah, I'm wearing a t-shirt. A very white t-shirt. I liked it. Yeah, it looked good. But it was just funny, like, the difference. I think it's better than, like, Brian's sloppy suit with no tie. I don't know. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> just throw on a t-shirt. Yeah, seriously. Rachel gives a speech about how she didn't come here for a boyfriend. Um, she wants someone who has that common goal of marriage. And to me, I was like, well, how could you keep Peter then? Like, that was an indicator that Peter was not going to continue. Yeah. Because he's made it pretty obvious, like... Unless something changed mm-hmm. during their conversation off camera, he's already spelled it out. Yeah. I think there's just like, I have problems with how Rachel handled all of that. Yeah. I think from this point forward, it was really frustrating to me because they had had the conversation. It seemed like they both explained where they were coming from. That they, but then going like at that point, it seemed like Rachel just really, she was like, I don't know if she was trying to be manipulative. Like it came across as manipulative to me. The, ne- to, the next like, day, absolutely. Well, no. And even at this point, like she's giving this speech about how like she expects a proposal and she's staring at Peter yep. and Peter knows that she's saying it to him. Mm-hmm. And it's like, but you've already talked about this. Yeah. And so just like kind of putting, like being like, well, this is what I expect And it's like, but it doesn't work like that. Like a relationship is two people and you don't just tell someone what they're going to do. Right. And and that's where I had the biggest problem too, is like, she was very forward about that part of it. And like, he was, he didn't like, and he didn't even say like, I don't want to marry you. It was like, I'm not ready for that yet. And like, he's basically said that he could see it happening. Right. But that it just doesn't need to happen right now and like it can't happen right now for him right and i don't know i just think that it wasn't really fair to him with with like what they were going through with their conversations i think that um there could have been some compromise uh i don't know i think that like at this point she knew she wasn't going to compromise he knew well i mean he ended up offering to compromise but I don't like if if she wasn't gonna pick him, I think he should have gone home at this point. Yeah. Rather than doing another date where it's just like the exact drilling this into him. Yep. Like, you have to propose to me, you have to propose to me. I expect an engagement. I expect to be engaged. I you know, it's like Okay, I'll do it. Yeah. No, I don't want you to. Weird. I don't know. The whole thing just kind of was junky to me. Um, but anyway, she kept Peter. She sent Eric home. She said, you know, ultimately she didn't think that Eric was ready for marriage, which I get that. Mm-hmm. Um, it was his first, like, Real. first time being in love. Yep. Um, I think he grew a lot through this process. For sure. But I could see not expecting him to get married right away. Yeah, I can too. And I could see him learning a lot from this and then pretty quickly like meeting someone yeah definitely yeah now i feel like now that he's kind of like made all these breakthroughs and um kind of like seen the way that things can be Mm -hmm. i feel like he's gonna have no problem yeah finding relationships in the future 
um, or maybe being the next bachelor. I saw lots of people very excited about that possibility. Yeah. During their goodbye, the birds were really, really loud. Oh, yeah. It was like... So she walks them out. They walk out to like the breakup bench and they sit on it. (laughs) And yeah, the birds. They're just like louder than, than Rachel the and Eric. The birds were freaking out. I was like, this is a sign. They're sitting on the nest, probably. <laughs> the nest is under the bench. Yeah. You guys. Come on. Yeah. And so Rachel is like, I have really strong feelings for you. And then did that I love you, but I'm not in love with you thing. Which again, has just got to hurt. Like she just broke up with you. And she's like, I love you, but I'm not in love with you. Yeah. And but Eric was like he was great about the breakup. He was like thank you so much. Like he was very very appreciative of the time that he got to spend with her. And he says he'll I'll always love you. He's not bitter. He doesn't have any regrets. Yeah, I think that moving forward, he's always going to compare everyone he dates to to Rachel. Mm-hmm. And I think it's going to be a fault at first because he'll probably tell those girls that. Oh yeah, I, I have like the inclination of being like, oh yeah, well with Rachel, it yeah. was, and they're like. Excuse me, don't talk to me about the time you were on the reality TV show. <laughs> yeah. So he gets into the limo to leave and he's talking to the camera and saying, like, I'm just going to miss her, the whole entirety of her. And he's interested to see who the next one is for him. Because sort of like they have big shoes to fill kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I think there are plenty of people out there. Yeah, I, I absolutely. Have faith, Eric. Yeah. And then we cut to Brian, and he's like, it's a battle to see who can win Rachel's heart. And then Peter's just like, I'm not ready to lose her. So it was like, it's that, that difference between the two of them, where yeah. like he, Peter's focused on like their relationship, Brian's focused on... Beating Peter. <laughs> winning. Yeah. And then we cut to Live with Chris Harrison, and he's like, I don't know about your viewing party, but here... Uh, everyone was silent, this whole room, everyone was really surprised that Eric went home. And you and I looked at each other like, like what? What? <laughs> no way. Well, because we still thought. We still thought that. Peter yeah, was right. Win. Yeah. I guess if you had been taking it seriously and thinking like, oh, yeah, this engagement ultimatum thing is real, mm-hmm. that then you would be surprised. Like, well, why did she keep Peter around then if, if she so obviously wants an engagement and nothing less? Right. Yeah. So Eric comes out and they're really happy to see each other. Oh, yeah. So then. So that's the thing they're doing that's different this episode. So Rachel's watching it at the party, but then also the guys are there. Yeah. And so th- they bring Eric out to have a one-on or like a a talk with Rachel. Yep. And, and Chris. He, he's looking pretty confident, pretty suave. He's looking he's good. He's got a beard. Yeah. It's mad sparkly. Yeah. It's some very moisturized beard. <laughs> Probably sweat. It looks good. Yeah. No, I think he looks really good. Yeah. Uh he asks Rachel, "How's your heart? Mm. And are you happy?" Yep. Which I like that. Like yeah. he's, I don't know. Like he's a nice guy that actually cares, still about cares about her. he cares about her. Yeah. yeah. He said he's doing phenomenal. He's just like killing it. I, I believe it. Yeah. Uh, but there was like, this was pretty terrible. Like she keeps saying that she loved him. Past and he lo- yeah, that the momentum was really good. Um, that in another situation, you know, where the timeline wasn't a factor, you know, that, they could have worked out and all this stuff. And Chris Harrison keeps being like, but Rachel, can you tell Eric why you didn't pick him? And just like making her like say this stuff over and over again. Yeah. Like she'll explain it. And she's like, 
and that's it. And he's like, well, let's let's go back to that. And so like, why did you have to break break up with Eric again? And I could just imagine Eric being like, Jesus Christ, Chris, like <laughs> we I got it. Yeah, I got it. I she doesn't need to say it to me three more <laughs> times. Like, I got it. <laughs> and he was really confused about Peter getting the rose. He was like, I really couldn't believe that he got it, even though he was right. ready to propose because Eric was ready to propose. He was all in. Yep. He says he's really thankful to Rachel for uh, like fixing his heart. Like mm-hmm. there, it was broken before, and now it's fixed, and he can love. Yeah, I think that's really interesting that a breakup did that for him. But <laughs> yeah. it totally makes sense. Like, well, I, I don't think it was the breakup that did it. No, it, it was, was being with her, falling in love with her that yeah. made him realize that he can love. Yeah, and I think he's he's over it enough now yeah like he seemed like he was in a pretty good spot yeah much more so than the next guy who came Peter was a train wreck (laughs) poor thing (laughs) he said he was a boy before and now he's a man yeah well because they had that fantasy sweet time yeah he got his first kiss (laughs) had his first love he did not have his first no i know i'm kidding (laughs) um so then we move into the final dates so Brian gets one and Peter gets one and they're showing both guys and like what they're up to. And we see Peter taking like a sunrise walk through a field. Peter sitting in bed journaling. Yeah. And He's, then it's Brian's turn. I just expect Brian to be like working out. Oh, yeah. I don't know. No, he was walking pensively through a field. Oh, yeah. And then Rachel met him in the field. Oh, right, right, right. And they went to their hot air balloon date. To ex- explore Rioja by hot air balloon. Yeah. And so he he tries to tell Rachel that he's afraid of heights. And she's like, you're nervous around ice? <laughs> that I'm glad of, they that left just, like, it That just sums up their relationship, though. <laughs> yeah, obviously you two are meant to be together. You, you communicate <laughs> very effectively. can't even listen to each other. Um, so during this hot air balloon date there was like i realized there's a cameraman in the balloon and the conductor of the or the operator of the balloon so So they're like standing there in the hot air balloon making out and there's like a cameraman like you can only get so far away yeah that's gonna be so weird and i don't know if they need to but like a lot of the times those they'll have a sound guy too who's like turning knobs to make sure it's not too loud too well, much why, smacking. yeah sure why not throw another dude in there yeah it's only five it's five people in there yeah but like it, to weigh it down it must have been so cramped with everybody on there yeah i just would have such a hard time acting normal yeah like it's very obvious that there are other people around um we hear some people yelling from the ground hello to which you said oh, that's peter <laughs> He's just out there saying hey. Yeah, Peter's just waving from his way. He, he just took a break from journaling. He was like, oh, hello. Hello. <laughs> but it wasn't. Oh. It might have been. I don't no, think it was. Not. While they're on the hot air balloon, Rachel says, this is like a dream. And then Brian really quickly is like, a dream come true. And it just felt, again, <sighs> so... Cliche. Yeah. Yeah. But almost like maybe that's like what this show is. And... Like, it is a, it's a cliche to itself. And, like, Rachel wanted the full package. She wanted the engagement. Like, she wanted the happily ever after. The guy who's, like, totally in love with her and willing to do anything. Like, Mm -hmm. 
So she got Brian. She got what she wanted, if that's what she wanted. Yeah, I guess it's just like... That's not what we wanted. Right, yeah, that's that's the thing. Like, I've been trying to, like, separate it because, obviously, it's not my relationship. But, I mean, the whole point of people watching is that you insert yourself in it. Right. You know, I've seen people be like, Rachel's allowed to marry whoever she wants. And it's like, yeah, obviously she's allowed. Yes. I mean, yeah. I can Go still be marry disappointed Brian, in her. But, like... Yeah, I can still have my doubts. I can still, like, have concerns about other people's relationships. I do it in real life with people that I actually know. Like, yeah, I just have a hard time, given the information that we've been given, believing that Brian is, like, her forever and ever husband man. Husband and husband man. Husband, husband man. (laughs) That'll be his title. (laughs) Yes. Rachel, do you accept Brian as As your husband, husband husband man? (laughs) Uh, And not Peter. (laughs) Just, just check in. <laughs> um, yeah, and like throughout this time, Brian's saying that like if he had a ring right now, he'd propose. He's definitely going to propose. Like he's all in. Mm-hmm. So there's definitely no confusion there. Rachel says that he's been a great surprise, and she's used to the relationships where she has to fix something or save someone. Yeah. Um, so. This isn't, you know, it's like, it's difficult for her. It's difficult because it's too easy. Yeah. Yep. Brian says that if he, if she didn't choose him, then he would be the most heartbroken he's ever been. And that it would be a mistake to not choose him. It would be the biggest mistake of her life to choose Peter. Those are his words. I don't like that stuff. And again, it's like just doing the whole, I don't know, win. like, it just feels like he's trying to win and not. Yeah be engaged to rachel yeah i just like well and it's that whole like i don't need a man to tell me what my decisions are like that that like anytime that it's like yeah she's making the biggest mistake of her life not picking me like what fuck you no yep she'll be fine if she doesn't pick you (laughs) she didn't pick peter she's gonna be fine (laughs) that was a big mistake no Uh (laughs) um and that actually was the no kidding brian also gives her a spanish dictionary which I thought was a nice gesture. Did you? I thought the gesture was nice. I thought the content of it was pretty stupid. Yeah, so it's like it's a it's a regular Spanish English dictionary. He put a new cover on it. Oh, that's all it was? I mm-hmm. thought he like wrote out stuff. And then he added like he gave her like a special page of suggested words, like like a quick Esposa. reference guide. Esposa. So I thought I didn't paid that much attention to it, I guess. I thought it might have been like he wrote her a Spanish dictionary of things. No, I was curious. So I was like, I was paying a lot of attention at this point. It was an actual dictionary, but he, there, he just like wrote on some pages in the beginning, mm. like in big, like red Sharpie marker, <laughs> a few words. Okay. Maybe I was wrong. I thought that it could have been a nice gesture. I think it could have been like no, a nice... No, well, whatever. It still is a nice gesture execution's not so great except that like the words that he chose were stupid the words that i was able to catch were husband wife and lips (laughs) there were other ones but we couldn't rewind and i was too busy trying to furiously write so (laughs) but yeah lips very important kiss was probably on there yeah but i think everyone knows how to say that yeah so then we cut back to rachel talking to chris and at this point um I noticed that she's not wearing an engagement ring, 
but she was like feeling her ring finger, which is a thing that I do now. When like, you don't have it on? Yeah, when I don't have my engagement ring on, I'll mm-hmm. like there like I'll notice it and then I'll like kind of play with that spot. Yeah. Was she doing it only when they were talking about Brian? I don't know. It, it was at this particular moment that you noticed it. Although actually, I mean, she hadn't been wearing the ring. It's not like she just took it off for this moment for the live part. Right. She just like she hasn't been wearing it since the end of the show because they wanted to leave it up in the air about whether or not she actually got engaged, I think. I think that that's kind of what they said later. Oh. When he like reproposed to her at the end. Oh, okay. I don't know. I was a little in a haze at that point because I was not... Because you just gotten kicked in the gut? Yeah. I wasn't... <laughs> I didn't take too many notes during that. Mm-hmm. I was trying to figure out what I, was, what I was feeling instead. Yeah. Feeling all the feelings. Yeah. Now we have the date with Peter. Yep. They go to the Velverna Monastery. And they were both wearing like green clothes. Mm-hmm. He had like a... Or no, she had a camo jacket on. And he had this, a green sweater and they seemed really happy to see each other and had a big hug and kiss and they were all smiles. They were all wrapped up in each other. They walked into the monastery and they slammed the door really hard and it was really loud. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they started like touching the artworks. Yeah. I was like, don't touch like the mosaics don't, and stuff. Don't touch like, the no, mosaics. Come on. And so then they talked about her saying she wanted an engagement and Peter was like, yeah, I knew you were talking directly to me. Mm-hmm. Um, a monk comes down. Shows him the lady shrine. Yeah, from the ninth century. Um, and he was, so he's like, yeah, I want to show you guys this statue. And, you know, it's a very interesting story. And then we cut away. And I was like, what? I wanted to hear the very interesting story yeah. about your very old relic or whatever. But no, instead we got to hear more about, I don't know if I if it's true love and... You want you should want to engage me and well I don't want to because engagement is marriage and I thought that you would whatever blah. yeah we just heard just... the same thing we heard the same thing we already knew was going to happen over again instead of hearing the story about the sculpture of the lady <laughs> from the ninth century <laughs> well we can look that up and read no we can't oh, okay I don't know what it's called <laughs> okay they probably found it in a cave the. God told them to go look in. Yeah, and she was there. We don't know who carved her. But we found God her. did. And you're supposed to say something in front of her. But no, I don't know the cool story. I just know that I just Peter know thinks... That Peter and Rachel are on different pages when it comes to engagement. <laughs> in case it wasn't clear by now. Yeah. So this is, like, I was very surprised that they were having this conversation. Because I thought that this had already been resolved. Because if it hadn't been resolved, then Why he should have been... Why is he still here? Right. So we have the same conversation again, and it seems to me like she was like, yeah, remember during the rose ceremony when I said I expect an engagement? Yeah. And then he was like, yeah, but like, it doesn't work that way. Like, just because you said it at me doesn't mean like that that changed my mind. Right. You can't just like put down an ultimatum or... In front, like passive aggressively in front of other people yeah i don't know it was so weird and then like peter was like yeah but i can see us together like i i can see us going to the farmer's market i can see us waking you know waking up and she like she doesn't get it but yeah but she's like well then why can't you why can't you propose to me and like to me like it's very obvious like this is not a confusing thing no no i mean i uh 
I think I knew from a pretty early place that I liked you a lot and that I wanted to spend a lot of time with you. And I thought it was going to be very great, great. And that we were going to, (laughs) that we were going to think this was going to be the real thing. But that doesn't mean that I was ready to propose at that point, you know, like, yeah, it. Yeah. And that was even after like a longer amount of time than this. Right. So I don't know. Yeah, no, it makes total sense to me. It's like, yes, I can see a future, but that doesn't mean that I have to get engaged to you right now after a couple weeks of knowing you. Right, let's tap the brakes a little bit. Like, those are different things. And I don't know. And like, yeah, I think that Peter's a little bit naive or something to go on this show and have those feelings. I mean, I guess he wasn't expecting to actually find somebody that he would fall in love with. Mm Mm-hmm. But it seems perfectly reasonable to me that you wouldn't want to get engaged to someone after only a little bit of time. Right. It's... But I also understand that she wants the fairy tale. Right. Yeah. See, it, it seems more reasonable to me to not get engaged during that amount of time than it does to get engaged in that amount of time. You know? Yeah. Except that you're on the show and that's that. what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Um, right. And if you feel so incredibly strongly that engagement is marriage... I don't know. Then this was never going to... Right, because then you're committing to a marriage in six weeks, if that's your thought process. Right. So then we cut to the evening portion, and they're just... This is like... They're just meeting up in Rachel's hotel room. They're not like going on a cool evening date or out to a restaurant or something. Like, he just like knocks on her hotel door, and they're matching again, wearing (laughs) gray clothes. To set the mood. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Nice and gray. Oh, this was rough. So then we revisit this some more. Like what I said at the rose ceremony, I was talking to you. He's like, yeah, no, duh. And I don't feel like I'm ready to propose tomorrow. Right. But he also doesn't want to be done. Like he doesn't want their relationship to end. Yep. And Rachel's like, I'm really confused about you talking about the future, but you're not ready to face it. What guarantee do I have that this isn't going to turn or that this will turn into more if... You don't propose. And to me, it's like, you don't. Even if he does propose, you don't have a guarantee. Right. People break up after this show all the time. Yeah. And like, people break up in real life after they propose, too. Like, it doesn't actually mean that... Right. You never have a guarantee. Even once you're married, right, there's that's... no guarantee. Yeah. But then Peter was like, I want to try hard. Like, really hard. <laughs> Uh, and I was kind of like, whoa, well, at that point, whoa, 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 wait, 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 like, you, you're really hard? really hard, not just so... hard. Oh, that changes. things. You're going to try really hard. I don't think I need, I don't think I need to get proposed then. So yeah, we're I mean, good. enough, enough said. I'm like, just going to call Brian right now and you break drop, up with you him. You dropped the really hard words. So yeah. game on. Yeah. And I, I, I don't know. Then they keep going back and forth. And I've said this before, but I don't think she's really being fair to him. Absolutely not. No, and then he says at some point, like, well, you can honestly say that, like, you're sure you want to spend the rest of your life with me. Mm-hmm. And she says, I can't answer that question. Yeah. And that, I don't know. And it's like, I don't know. Can you not answer the question because you're you can't say it on TV? Because, like, think about it. Like, she doesn't pick him. She picks Brian. So if the answer was yes. Yeah. It, but uh, then that's pretty weird and uncomfortable for brian and if the answer is no then what are you asking him to do it for exactly so then we cut to commercial and i think this was the commercial break where i was just like 
pacing around the house kind of <laughs> shouting. <laughs> yeah. I don't think you were doing it, but I could picture you like violently putting dishes away while it was <laughs> happening. Yeah, oh yeah. Like stress cleaning. Yes, I think if, yeah. <laughs> if I wasn't concerned that the show was going to come back at any moment, I definitely would have just started like <laughs> Windexing the mirror in the bathroom or something. <laughs> Yeah, so then we come back from commercial break, and they're on the sad crying couch, and Peter's like, I would do it for you. Like, mm-hmm. I will propose, you know, for you. And Rachel's like... No, I don't want you to. And he's like, I'll make the sacrifice. Like, I will I will compromise. Well, I can't have you do that yeah, if that's I don't, not what you want. I don't want you to do it just because I want you to. I want you to do it because you want to do it. And then he's like... It's not the right time, but it but is the right person. Yeah. So I will, I am willing to to, to jump ahead and to, to propose yeah. when it's not the right time because you are the right person. Yeah. And then she's like, well, I don't want you to. Like, don't do it. And then he says, like, fine, like, if you want to go have a mediocre life with someone... And that was like, Uh, but like, it kind of hit it right on the nose for me. That's how I feel too. Yeah. It's like, you can eat, like, you can have a life with Peter where it seems like you guys are super compatible, like equals Mm -hmm. or yeah, you can go get engaged tomorrow, but it's going to be to Brian. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Which is something that he, like, he apologizes for saying this later and says that he didn't even really, he doesn't remember saying it. Like, he was just kind of caught up in the moment. Yeah. But at the same time... I mean, I feel like if... Like, it's no secret that Peter doesn't like Brian. Yeah. Like, he's said it on the show before. Yep. And doesn't think highly of him either. Yeah. Yeah. So then they're, like, breaking up. But, like, having, like, that super passionate make-out... Yeah, so they're, like... Yeah, like, so he walks her to the elevator, she starts to walk to the elevator, and then she turns around, and she's, like, crying, and she's, like, I don't want to go, and they, like, make out, like, at this point, her fake eyelashes have fallen off, she's cried her eyelashes off, Yeah, and, like, they're, it's so emotional, they're both just, like, crying, and they're kissing, and, um, he's, like, I love you, she's, like, I love you, too, it's so emotional. Yeah, it felt as real as like dean's conversations with his dad yeah it it felt yeah and it's yeah so it's like weird to talk about but like i've had breakups that are not this emotional like but like it reminded me of things like that where Uh it's like it's not for lack of caring about someone Mm -hmm. but it's just like not gonna work for whatever reason sure and it's like just super emotional this was more emotional i think than any any breakup i've ever had but I just like felt it. Yeah. And then she leaves. And it's like to me this did not feel resolved Absolutely at all. Not. But then we come to find like that was the last time they saw each other. Yeah. So she goes out, she leaves the building, she's crying. He says he's, he's crying, he rips off his sweater <laughs> yeah. because it's soaked with tears. Yeah. But he just like he just like rips off his sweater in the hallway, which is like very dramatic and kind of like, oh Peter, just reminding us that you are a model. Like, yeah. 
And he's just like, he, I don't know, he's sitting on some sort of like table in the hallway or something. He like perches himself up on something. On what you would, they were the, ah. On the place where they used to have, like, the phone. Yeah, like, next to the elevator bay. Yeah. Yeah, He's sitting on that, and he's just, like, bawling. And he's like, what's wrong with me? And, oh. Whew. It was awful. It was really terrible. So then we cut back to the live viewing party with Chris and Rachel, and it is silent. Yes. Rachel's like, yeah, it's hard and frustrating to watch still, and... But she had the exact same relationship before. And I was like, no, you didn't. Yeah. You had a relationship of five years. That is not the same. Nope. That's like a two to three month relationship. Not at all. Yeah. And then... With with somebody who said that, like, they can definitely see that. They just can't do it yet. I don't know. Yeah. It's frustrating. Then Chris is like, all right, well, when we come back, you know, Peter's coming out to talk about the breakup. And Rachel's like, yeah, I haven't seen him. And she gets like a big smile on her face. And And so that's why I was like, all right, you're lying. Like, this is all BS. Like, this is just the cutaway. And then when we come back, it's going to get fixed. Like, one of them's going to go to the other one and we're going to move on. Yeah. Um, Because it seemed like she was hinting that they have seen each other. Yeah. There were. No, no, no. Right before that, there were a couple things that Chris Harrison said that were, like, really, really dramatic. He was like, that kiss, those tears. Have you ever cried like that? (laughs) And then... Well, that's when she's like, I cried my eyelashes off. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) And he's like, I guess you could call that a breakup. No, it it wasn't. Like like you said, it went unresolved. And there just wasn't any... They never really broke up. I mean, they did. But because some things go unsaid. But they never, like, expressed it to each other, I guess. Yeah. I mean, the way they left it, it seemed to me like this can still be fixed. Yeah. Because this show is all about, like, fairy tales and stuff. That's what would happen. Yep. One will come running to the other one. I mean, I've seen that movie before. Right. Many times. (laughs) So then Peter comes out and Chris is like, how are you feeling that night? Peter's like, it was hard. And I was like, you were crying like a baby. <laughs> it was definitely more than hard. Um, and this Rachel says again that she knew in Geneva something was wrong. And like this whole time, I was really struggling. There was like this like cognitive dissonance where I'm like, but you guys are going to get back together. Yeah. So you're all you're just lying right now. Yeah. Like I was fully. I was at this point still thinking. Those two were engaged. As they were talking more and more, it was getting harder to believe. I was like, ooh, this is some ruse they're pulling. How are they going to spin this one? I was like, the acting's not great, but some of it seems good. (laughs) Yeah, I think for me, like, when they brought up the thing about you can go live, like, a mediocre life with someone, and Mm -hmm. Rachel was like, oh, don't worry, I'm living my best life. Yeah. Like, that's where I was like, oh, this is weird. This isn't... I don't think this is... I don't think they're going to get back together. Like, but I was still trying in my head to smooth all that out. Yeah. And it just, at that point, it was just kind of like, nope. He, I don't know. Like he said, yeah, I was just crying backstage and I feel attacked and that he wouldn't be there if he wasn't still feeling the way he's feeling about her. Um, And you can tell that he's just not over it. No. Like, and like, 
Rachel was like, you remain true to yourself. And that's a beautiful thing. Like, I wasn't trying to pressure you. And, and we were both like, just like, bullshit. bullshit. You absolutely were trying to pressure him. And you were pissed that he wasn't giving in. And then when he did, you were just like, no. Right. She also says, like, you know, you like you were true to yourself. You took your time and that's the right thing to do. But I don't think that this process works for you. You need more time so that you can, like, develop a relationship more and move forward with it. So I feel like that was her way of, like, setting the stage. Like, you shouldn't be The Bachelor. Yeah. Which, to me, I was like, I don't know. That was kind of It seems a little shady. selfish to yeah. me. There were people on Twitter that was like, Rachel just doesn't want to see Peter with 24 other women. <laughs> Peter says that he walked past her eyelashes on the floor for two days after the breakup. Ooh. Yeah. That makes me want to cry. Yeah. Like, thinking about that. Just, like, having that. Just being, like, that devastated and it being, like, this is my reminder of what happened and it really happened and I'm not going to do it. Like, I don't want to move on from it. I'm just going to sit here in it and I'm going to leave those eyelashes there. And I just feel like he didn't leave the room for, like, two days either. Yeah. Yeah. That must have been really tough. That just encapsulates it really well. I get that. I get get what he went through. Mm Mm-hmm. Chris asks, was there a breakup? And Peter says, yes. Uh, that he tried to reach out to Rachel. And she wouldn't and, respond. Yeah, the producer said no, that he couldn't talk to her anymore. Yeah, and then she said, sometimes you just know things are the way they are and some things go unspoken. So, it they broke up. <laughs> they broke up. That, that And we were like, what? Wait, what? What? And at this point, I was still thinking, well, so maybe, yes, they broke up, but she maybe she doesn't get with Brian, and then, like, on the show tonight, she and Peter will get back together. Yeah. <laughs> I think all of my notes are leading me to think that that's going to happen still. <laughs> yeah. So, so the next day with Brian, she... She's giving her, like, speech at the beginning. She's like, am I rushing it? Right. All this with Peter got me thinking, and I'm not sure if I'm even ready for this. Yes. And I was like, yeah. Yeah. She's on his page now. Yeah. And then, like... Can you imagine, though, if Brian proposed and she was like, I'm not ready to get engaged to you, but, like, I think we should just be in a relationship. It would have been, like, the biggest bullshit ever. Yeah. Yeah. Um we were we were both like, "Ooh, Brian's wearing the watch. Is, is she, she wearing, wearing the watch?" And no, she wasn't. Not. And then so we, we were, were like, all excited, but And then we thought about it rationally and we're like, "Oh yeah, cuz it's a big fucking watch and it's, it's not going to look big, good with that like, dress." It's a big like black leather watch. It's yeah. not going to look good with your sequiny white dress. <laughs> so she she was thinking like, "Am I rushing into this with Brian?" Because can you imagine like the night before is what went down with Peter. Yeah. The night before. And then she goes and gets engaged to someone the next day? Like, no, does not compute. How do you have that much emotion and then go get engaged to another person and, like, be excited about it? Like, I understand, like, in the show, they're always like, I never thought I would feel so strongly about multiple people at one time. But, like, to that extent? Yeah, like... That breakup was like nothing we've ever seen on the show before. That sounds like a thing that Chris Harrison would say, but that's it's true. Exactly. Like I've never seen 
anything like that on this show. No. And then she, then the next day. And the next day, like, it never happened. Oof. Yeah. Brian says, if things go south today, I'd have a tough time ever believing in love again. <laughs> Which, like, who knows, right? Like, I don't know. I guess I'm trying to be more generous with Brian in that, like, if he does really feel the things, like, if Peter was saying the things that Brian said, it would, like, they would just be taken a totally different way. Yeah. You know, like, because that's, that's like a, I don't know, that's like a, I was going to say that's a really nice thing to say, but it's not. Because, like, if you said something like that, I'd be like, get over it. You would be fine. Yeah. Like, you're, yes, we love each other very much and are very important to each other. And it would be horrible if something happened. Yeah. But, like, life goes on. Let's be real. In, like, X number of years or whatever... Oh, you have like you have a set number. No, you know how long said, it would take to get said, over me. That's why I said. X. Do you want what? You don't care. You don't care about me that much. No, I'm just kidding. That's um, why I said I use the variable, not x as ten. Yeah, I don't like it when you frame it like that. I just like it as this abstract. At some point, <laughs> yes, we're on the same page. Yeah. So he steps out of the car. It is very windy. It's fucking windy. Jeez. Could they have picked a windier location? I don't think so. There was like a typhoon going through. It was the windiest. Yeah. You could barely understand them. Right. Uh, Rachel does not look that happy, I wrote down, because I think I was still looking for signs. (laughs) And Brian's like, yeah, when I stepped out of the limo. Oh, so he he like approaches her and starts telling his story because like that's what like the guys get out and they like see the girl and then they recount their experiences together and so he's like when i stepped out of the limo a chemistry bomb exploded like what are the other kinds of bombs (laughs) all bombs require chemistry but that's not an electricity bomb a love bomb yeah but chemistry a bath bomb exploded (laughs) it got all over the place bed bed, bath and bomb (laughs) people love those bath bombs what are bed, bath Do you know bombs? about bath bombs? You just like throw it in the bath and then it's like sudsy and stuff? Yeah, they're like... It's a bomb filled with bath salts? Yeah, and then you try to eat people's faces off. No. Um... <laughs> no, they're like... Yeah, they're usually like little balls or they come in different cute shapes now. And you put it into the bath... And they like fizz and sometimes they have colors and sometimes they have glitter and they like swirl and they make having a bath more fun. Oh, so kind of like one of those little tide packets that you put in the bathtub <laughs> yeah. with you, but it does cooler stuff. Yeah. It has cool chemistry behind it. Yeah. Hmm. No, I've never seen these. That's a thing. Um, they're very popular. Okay. Just not with me because I don't take baths. Also, because they're, like, colorful, sometimes they, like, stain the tub. Oh. And that's not great. Do they stain the person, too? I think so. I don't... Well, I guess maybe they shouldn't. So maybe they wouldn't stain the tub. I always imagine them doing that. I think I bought one once. I... Right, right. Because then it would get on you. It's like those... It's like the difference between tie-dye dye and, like, the color packets they throw at you during the color run. Oh, those do stick to you a little bit. But, but like, they don't dye up. your skin. Right. Yeah. So it's probably those kinds of dyes. So you st- have to soak again in a clean tub or rinse off. I would think show. you would still need to rinse off. Yeah. And it would like get in your like 
parts and stuff. Yeah. Like, I don't need glitter in my hoo-ha. That's true. Maybe it all just rises to the top, though. Like cream. Like cream. Cream rises. Cream of the crop. Maybe it's filled with cream, and then the cream just comes to the top. Ew. And it, like, rots. It's like a cream cheese bath bomb. How fast do you think cream rots? Cream cheese? Pretty quickly, I would think. Yeah, but I mean like... Like you don't keep bath bombs in the refrigerator. Yeah, but wouldn't it be kind of like preserved cheese? Nope. Oh. It would be rotten. (laughs) (laughs) And then you would take another bath. You'd have to. Anyway, it's so windy. Oh, yeah. So windy. To me, this is a sign. Don't get engaged when it's this windy. <laughs> Don't send Eric home when the birds are chirping so loud. Don't get engaged. get engaged when it's that windy. Brian's like, blah, blah, blah. Our, we're so great together. I hope you feel the same. And Rachel's like, my heart has never been more confused than it was this week. And I was like, ooh. And the damaged connections are always more appealing. But this love has been so mature and right here, I can't imagine spending my life with anyone else. And I was like, what about the dude last night? What about the, that one that you wanted to marry yesterday? Yeah. But cool. Yeah, she's engaged Maybe now. she's able to just like move on like that. Yeah. He gives her the engagement ring. What did you think it's of the engagement ring? pear-shaped. Not my fave. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like it would snag. Like the pointy side. Definitely. Like putting it in your pocket. Like catch on stuff. Yep. Yep. I liked that it was like a big rock, I think, and then it was surrounded by little ones. Yeah. That was all right. Not my style. Sure. That's fine. Yeah. It's a, I mean, it's a very nice ring. It's a ring. It's worth a lot of money. It's cool. (laughs) Um, Then he uh, picks her up. And he's like, she's like, put me down. (laughs) Yeah. And he's like not doing a great job at carrying her. And she's like, this dress is really heavy, which they are, by the way. So I've like tried on a few wedding dresses Uh and like the beaded ones. Holy shit. Oh, I can totally believe they are so heavy. And hers was like really beaded. It was entirely beaded the whole way. Yeah. Those it's it's incredible. And then like some of them are strapless and I don't even understand. I'm like, why would you do that to someone? Like that's, so you're working, you're like, all right, well, we're going to give you something that gravity does not want to work. And also we're going to make it 30 pounds, 30 pounds heavier than it needs to be. No, this girl will not be going strapless. I'm not worrying about pulling up my dress all day long. F that. F that. They're engaged. And it seems I wrote so fake. Yeah. But it's not. Uh, so then we cut to Chris Harrison and it's live and we bring out Brian. Brian and Rachel are all happy together. They kiss a lot. They make out going into commercial breaks, coming out of commercial breaks. While Chris is trying to talk to them, they are just like going at it. He asks them where their, what their plans are. I don't know. Maybe like Dallas, Miami, LA. I don't know. Yeah. Just one of those three cities that are all in very different areas of the country two of which make a lot of sense because it's where each one of them lives or la because they want to be celebrities Mm. yeah yeah makes sense yep money to be made in la i guess yeah biggest capital for entertainment Woo! they're gonna keep being on these types of shows 
Uh, Rachel wants a winter wedding, says Brian, and she gets what she wants. And can we just talk about how Brian referred to her as she or this woman? This woman. Never Rachel. No, her name is Rachel. I know. I hate that You're engaged to her. Yeah. Her name is Rachel. Yep. This woman. I don't... Like, when we're together, I never go, yeah, this woman, my fiancé, no, Sarah said blah, blah, blah. Sarah does this. Yeah, or you let me talk. Well, definitely. For myself. Well, like, if you're having a conversation with somebody. No, I know. Supposedly, Brian's mom is happy to bring Rachel into the family. Yeah, I guess. Sure. She's, you know, she loves Brian a lot. I think that it, from the sounds of it, Rachel's family lo- is less excited than Brian's is. Oh, yeah? Why do you think that? I thought that that's what they said. Like, they asked about her family. And she was like, yeah, my parent, like, they'll come around. Oh, they just need yeah, time. that's right. I mean, because her dad still hasn't met him or Cause... hadn't met him during the show. Yeah. And he's a doofus. <laughs> so Chris asks what they're most excited about now that they're out in the open. And Brian's first answer was that he wanted to show this woman off. I just want to show her off. And walk copper. I was like, I'm with you on walking copper. That yeah. sounds pretty awesome. But, but copper probably a... doesn't like him. Probably not. He probably is biting him. Yeah, probably <sighs> smacks him with his bad leg. Gives him a little Gives kick. him a little scratch. <laughs> Chris asks Rachel when she knew that Brian was the one. Mm-hmm. And she says, hometowns. What? Because of how hard she defended him. No. Okay. I'm sorry. If you knew that Brian was the one at Hometowns, then why did you just have that crazy ass intense breakup with Peter? If you knew Brian was the one, wouldn't you have just been like, cool, you don't want to get engaged? Got it. Yeah. Peace. That doesn't make sense to me. You're just making shit up. She called Brian her best friend. Yeah. Another thing that... (laughs) Just like... We just never saw it. And it could absolutely be there. But again, yeah, sure. Right. Yeah. I'm, I mean, Rachel is an intelligent woman. I She knows what she's doing with her life. Yep. That's fine. But like, based on what we saw on this show, it doesn't make sense. Chris Harrison tells him that he has a surprise and that they have a trip to go back to Rioja. And I was like, I wouldn't want to go back to Rioja, like the place where I slept with two other dudes. And had probably the biggest breakup of my life. <laughs> Like, no, why don't we pick a new place to go together? Yeah. To not be like, oh, yeah, I remember this street when we, oh, wait, nope, nope that, that was, was with some, Eric. That was with the Or, yeah. <laughs> that was with one of my other almost fiancés. I've been here before. Oh, wait, it wasn't with you. It was when, with one of those other guys I almost married. Yeah. They show the People magazine cover that mm-hmm. the two of them are on. And at the bottom, it's like, why Peter is devastated. Like Poor Peter. Yeah. Uh, we get a Bachelor in Paradise trailer. No, no, no. We get the entire season of Bachelor in Paradise. It looks like a sloppy mess, and I am very excited yeah. for it. Matt, Matt's got like, <laughs> oh god, there's just like awkward pool grinding. Lots of pool grinding with Matt. <sighs> Matt yeah. No. So the past few times that the show has come on, I've just been like. Oh, I don't really... It looks... This is too much smut for me. It's so sleazy. Yeah, and then I'm like, you know what? 
bring it the fuck on because this last right. the end of this. I feel like I yeah, I feel like we got broken up with. Like it yeah. it was just like so devastating. It's like, you know what? Yeah, bring me to paradise. I'm ready for Show a me a rebound. good time. <laughs> yeah. Like whatever. We're gonna get hammered and watch the show <laughs> and it's gonna be great. Because after this, we need that. Yeah. And you looked at me and you said, like, it this feels like the election. Yeah. Not like the repercussions, but I felt the same sort of way. Like I felt really reject, like dejected, and yeah. like, and I felt the same. And I, I saw other people say it online, so we're not like, yeah, alone in that. But there was a similar like expectation, yeah, and like set of ideals. I think, yeah, that just were rejected. Nope. And, and I was just like, like, what? I didn't know how to feel again. Yeah. It was the same thing. Like, I just didn't know what to do. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't on this, right, obviously not as important, but but the same kind of feeling. Yeah. And yeah, I was just kind of like, I had, I couldn't really sleep well that night. <laughs> like, honestly. No. Monday right. night, I slept terribly and I just yeah. like kept thinking about it. And even into Tuesday, I had like a Peter hangover. Yeah. It's like, I just don't know. And like, the worst part about it is that like... It's a TV show. Oh, yeah, it totally. It doesn't matter at all for us, really. Right. But, like, we got pretty invested and in... Really invested. I think doing the podcast makes it, like, far more serious, because sure. we no. spend a lot more time thinking about it and talking about it. Yeah, like... And it's a extra, bigger part of our life. An extra, like, three hours working on, like, recording and editing and, like, just having that entire time to think about it. Yeah. And then rose petals fall from the ceiling onto Rachel and Brian... And then that's the season of The Bachelorette. Yeah. Um, I did notice that Chris never asked Brian about how he felt regarding the Peter breakup. Yep. Which is a question I would have loved to have heard the answer to. Because, like, once the thing... Okay, so once Rachel and Peter broke up and it was super emotional, I was like, there's no way that she can be with Brian. Like, how would he feel about that? Yeah. Like, watching that. Like, no, you, you just, like, so you're, you came in second, but you won, but you came in second. Yeah. Like, you were the second choice. Um, I saw a really good tweet, and it was, Brian won the Electoral College. Oh, yeah. But Peter won the popular vote. Yes. He won because the other person wasn't willing to do the same thing. Like, willing yeah. to propose. Yeah. Yeah, and I just don't think it's ever come down to that. I don't think it's ever been, like... I would pick you if you would propose to me. Yeah, I feel like in the past, I've always been able to say to myself, like, yeah, they liked that person better, and that's why they won. But this time, it was like, I just don't think that's the case. I think that if Peter was willing to marry her, they would be together. Yeah. And that's really weird. But uh, I hope that they're really happy together. Sure, yeah. And, like, I don't want to come across too much as, like, wanting them to have i don't want them to break up like i don't want any of that to happen i'm just surprised at the outcome more yeah than anything. and again it i'm sure has a lot to do with editing right um but even that like those are interesting choices for them to have made like let's edit it where it seems like she doesn't really have a connection with the winner for the entire time yeah it's weird that's like that's a weird choice to make yeah yeah but that was Rachel's season. Yeah. We don't know who the next Bachelor is. No, and that's normal because usually um, Paradise happens first. Oh. Except for last season when they said it, Rachel was going to be the Bachelorette well, yeah, but, before she was even off the fucking show. But Bachelor in Paradise wasn't a thing. 
happening between seasons. Oh, right, right, right. That makes sense. But when Bachelor in Paradise is in play, I think they usually okay. cut it off. Yeah, I don't know who it's going to be. I, I I think it can be a lot of people. I I don't know if it would be Peter. I, just I would don't certainly think watch would his want... season, but... I couldn't see him wanting to do it. Yeah. I can because he's going to be on TV and stuff like that. But like, I can't from his perspective of not being able to propose to Rachel after that same amount of time. Right. Then yeah. What's going to change that. Yeah. Right. And I don't think that ABC would put him on knowing that he probably wouldn't propose. Right. Right. Cause then it's like a Juan Pablo thing. Yeah. And they were like super pissed about that. Super pissed. Like yeah. the, after the final rose, Chris Harrison was such a dick to him the entire time. Yeah. Ugh. All right. Well, do you have any other final closing thoughts on the season? Hey, we'll see you next week for Bachelor in Paradise. That's right. We don't even get a break. We're just jumping right back into it. (laughs) A totally, totally different flavor. And I think the show will feel a little bit different, too, because there's just lots of stuff going on. Yeah, it's weird. From the teaser, it seems like they show the stuff. With Corinne and Demario. Yeah. It seems like that's part of the show. Like, they're... Yeah, they're just going to do They're doing it. But they never said what happened on The Bachelorette. No, they've still never really confronted the situation. Yeah, and I wonder how they're going to handle it in the show. Probably badly. Yeah. (laughs) Well, we'll see you next week and talk about it. next week. All right, and I'm Jake. I'm Sarah. And this is We We Trust Trust the the process. Process.